Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I'm taking a brain break right now because I've been studying all morning for the past three hours or so. And I think after after so many hours, I get at max capacity and I just can't retain information anymore. So I have to take a break, which is really unfortunate because I have a lot of studying to do and I wish I could just power through and study for like eight hours straight, but uh, I can't. So I'm going to record a podcast and maybe, I don't know, move my body a little bit. That usually helps me kind of refocus because I have to get my, my ADHD wiggles out, you know? <laughs> That's another thing is like sitting still for so long is so hard. Um, but uh, alas, I am a student and that is how my life is right now. I wanted to talk a little bit today about something that I have been thinking about um, for a long time. And I actually initially heard someone else express this sentiment on another podcast, uh, an autistic woman. And it made a lot of sense to me at the time. And I've always sort of just thought about it in the back of my mind here and there. And I decided that I'm going to talk about it today. And the... The statement in and of itself sounds controversial, but hear me out. I will explain where this is going, and I feel like y'all will uh, end up agreeing with me. Um, But it is the fact that autistic traits, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as autistic traits. They don't exist. And here's where I'm going with this. Hear me out. I I know that we as autistic people experience the world differently. I do believe that there is such a thing as the autistic experience of the world. That being said, so many of the traits attributed to autism are really traits that are related to being human. And it's tricky because as autistic people, we may feel... um, the same types of ways as non-autistic people feel, but our interpretation of it might be different and the frequency of that feeling and the intensity of that feeling is probably different. So let me give an example here because this is sounding kind of abstract. Let's talk about stimming. Stimming is something that everyone does. Whether you're neurodivergent or neurotypical, everyone stims. It's just a thing. It's like, it's a human behavior. That being said, as an autistic person, usually the frequency and intensity 
and necessity of stimming is much different than an holistic person, a non-autistic person. So there are so many times when I've overheard other autistic people saying or I have said certain things about my autism, um, you know, expressed, uh, you know, like a certain thing that I have, (laughs) a certain trait that is expressed in me because of my autism. And, you know, whoever you're talking to is like, oh, well, I do that too. I'm sure you guys out there can relate to hearing that where you're like, oh, this thing is really hard for me because I'm autistic. And the person you're talking to is like, well, that happens to me too, or I do that too, or I feel that way too, and I'm not autistic. But what they're missing there is that, yeah, okay, um, maybe Sally, friend, I'm just making up a name, maybe Sally, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you do have a hard time in social situations. I'm sure, you know, socializing can be hard for everyone. Uh, there are so many, like, there is a loneliness epidemic right now amongst adults in the world, and that is a fact, uh, because socializing is inherently difficult as you get older. It just is. Some of us have an easier time with it. Um, I am not one of those people. Uh, I said some of us, like I was included in that group. Um, you know, there are certain personality types in the world that really do have a an easy time making friends and socializing and and maintaining friendships and all that. Um, But having a difficult time with those things that I just mentioned is not an inherently autistic thing. There are plenty of non-autistic people that have social struggles, right? Um, Again, there is a difference though, not only like in the severity or intensity or frequency of the way that we experience things as opposed to non-autistic people. Um, But also, oftentimes a non-autistic person may have like three of the same traits as us. Like maybe maybe this non-autistic person does stim sometimes and maybe they do have a social trouble and maybe they do, what's another, um, I'm like, I can't even think of it. I can't think of autistic traits right now that are like, that I would think of that would be more common things that people would be like, but I do that. Um, you know, maybe they have like two or three things, whereas an autistic person has a list of things, like we have pages of these things. Like, so I think also we as autistics have a more of a uh, conglomeration of these traits than non-autistic people. Uh, that's just the way it is. Our brains work differently. We're going to have more of these things. So, you know, a non-autistic person, you know, you might line three of them up next to each other and they might have a, among them like several different autistic traits if they exist, (laughs) I just said they didn't exist, but you know what I mean? What we perceive as autistic traits, you know, some non-autistic people may encompass some of those things, but the thing is, is they may only have one or two or three of those things. And the frequency at which those things present themselves in their life or the duration of to which they last, or, you know, 
the intensity at which they they hit them is much less than ours. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is that Oh, also, another thing to be added is these, some of these traits aren't just inherently um, related to, to autism. They can stem from other places as well. So if you have a neurodivergent person in your life who also has one of the same struggles as you, that's for you, it's related to your autism, but for them, it might be related to trauma or depression or anxiety. You know, a lot of people who have, um, who have, anxiety, like an anxiety disorder, uh, may have, you know, emotional regulation struggles, or they may stim a lot, you know, and it's related to, to anxiety, not to autism, but yours may be related to autism, you know, so you guys might have that thing in common. That doesn't mean that they're autistic. That doesn't mean that you're not autistic. You know, I think people do this comparison thing where they're like, oh, well, you know, if you're talking to a friend about your autism, they're like, oh, well, I do that too. So that means either you're not autistic or I am autistic. And it's like, no, that's not what that means. Because, for well, for one, diagnosing autism is a very complex process and you have to check the, the boxes that are in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, the DSM. Um first of all, for an autism diagnosis. So you have to have those, those base traits, the, the essentials to, to get an autism diagnosis. And beyond that, you know, there are all of these quote unquote traits that so many of us have um, as autistic people that they are inherently like in our minds related to autism and in the minds of other people too, probably related to autism. But you know, honestly, a lot of these things are very pervasive in our world and are problems for other people who who aren't autistic. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, I'm not trying to say that autism doesn't exist. That is not a thing I'm trying to say. Um, I'm just saying that the bottom line here is that we are all human and we all are very similar in so many ways that sometimes people get confused, I think, about, about the way that things are being presented. You know, it's... Yeah, I hope nobody thinks that I'm that I'm saying autism doesn't exist or that these traits uh don't or these I, I, I can still call them traits. These traits or these things that we experience as autistic people um aren't a big deal or don't affect us in very big ways. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. I know that, that I know, trust me, I am a person who who has a, a lot of these things and uh you know it's it does affect my life obviously um and it does make navigating the world more difficult at times and and all of that jazz um 
so yeah, I think, I think as autistics, you know, we are, we are sort of predisposed to experience more of these traits in a more intense way just because of the way our brain is wired differently from other people but that doesn't exclude other people from being able to have some of these traits so yeah I don't know what do you guys think uh I think it makes a lot of sense I think and I think that this actually helps with when people argue about like uh, you know when someone's not yet diagnosed or they're self-diagnosed especially um I feel like even if you have a diagnosis and you come across as what people would perceive as quote-unquote normal or neurotypical or whatever and you know one of their arguments is (laughs) against you being autistic which why do people even argue this I don't even know why this is a thing it it's so frustrating and infuriating to me when I hear stories about people being discounted or, you know, basically told that they don't, (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's very weird. You would never do that to someone, uh, to someone like claiming a different diagnosis. And I don't know if the word claiming is, but you know what I mean? Like, okay, so if you have depression, let's just use depression as a, as a thing, as a example. Um, you know, if your friend came to you and was like, hey, I think I'm depressed. Your knee-jerk reaction wouldn't be, no, you're not. You don't seem depressed. You know, usually not. Like that, I don't feel like that would be a typical response. I feel like a typical response would be like, oh gosh, you know, why why do you think that? Like, tell me more. Like, that's what a real friend would probably say to someone that's like, I feel like I'm depressed. I think I'm depressed. But if you went to someone, a friend, and usually if you're like, hey, I think I might be autistic, they'll be like, no, you're not. No, mm-mm. There's no way you, can be, you don't seem autistic. I my nephew is autistic. You know they go to the whole like oh I know this little boy who's autistic and you're nothing like him. You know you'd never say that to a friend who's talking about anything else like depression. Like oh no oh I have an aunt who's depressed and you're nothing like her. Like usually with other things or even if it was like a, you know I don't mean to like relate autism to a mental health issue. Like there's what do we relate it to? Even with ADHD, I've noticed this. ADHD is so much more widely accepted than autism whereas you know if I were to say that I have ADHD no one would be taken aback by that if I'm like oh yeah I have ADHD they'd be like oh (laughs) yeah you know whatever no big deal if you're like oh yeah I have autism or I'm autistic they'd be like what you're autistic no you're not you don't seem autistic I've been around you a lot and you don't act anything like an auto- any of the autistic people that I know. You know, so it's just a very weird sort of um, stigma that we're, 
that we're dealing with here when it comes to to autism and it's like hey you know what everyone um yeah I don't know it's just I can't I don't even want to like keep going off on this point because I will just talk about it forever um and I think also here's another another little tangent I just went on in my head um you know when people are like I think I'm a little autistic. Or they say this is even worse. Everyone's a little autistic, right? I've never personally heard anyone say either of those things, I think. Um, No, I take that back. I have heard someone say that they think they might be a little autistic. And I had to correct them and be like, there's no such thing as a little bit autistic. And then we had to have a discussion about that. Um, You either are or you aren't. Um... But, um, oh gosh, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. I'm telling you, I'm like brain dead. I was trying to take a brain break and I forget how much brain power it takes to record a podcast episode. Um, hang on. Okay, sorry, I had to pause and like collect my thoughts because I really like my entire brain just went blank. Um, this, you know, this podcast is just, it's just me being real. This is, this happens to me in the midst of conversations all the time. I'm sure you guys know what, uh, what that's like. Um, but also, okay, where I was going with that was, um, you know, when, when people say everyone is a little bit autistic, which one, not true. <laughs> Two, if that were true, uh, then autism wouldn't even exist because we would all, there would be no difference between you and me, non-autistic person. Like if everyone was a little autistic, uh, then I feel like we'd all be on the same wavelength and there wouldn't even be a problem. Um, But the reason that some people say that is because, well, for one, maybe they're autistic. Maybe the people that are fighting us so much on the fact that we're autistic because they're like, well, I don't see it. You seem regular to me. It's like, well, maybe I seem regular to you because you're also autistic, (laughs) which I think uh, some of us have dealt with this with our family members where it's like, oh, no, you're totally normal. Again, I use that word normal loosely. No one get offended, please. But it's like, well, maybe I seem normal to you because you act the same way as me and you're also autistic, but you just won't see it or admit it or whatever. Um, So it's either like them. Sorry, I just got a text message and it distracted me. Um. So it's either like, okay, you might think that I'm not autistic because you are actually autistic too. (laughs) Um, But also, just like I was saying before, most people have some of these traits. Again, they're at a different intensity and a different frequency and a different 
and are able to be dealt with probably um, in a more effective and efficient way uh, by someone who doesn't have a neurodivergent brain. Um, but yeah, these traits are everywhere. They're everywhere. So people might get confused and be like, I do that. I'm not autistic. And it's like, yeah, you do that, but how often and for how long and how much does it affect your day-to-day life? And can you stop doing that thing if you needed to, you know? So it's like, yeah, you may do that, but it's not the same as when I do that. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's me talking about a thing. This good, this was a kind of a little bit of a philosophical episode, but I feel like it's important to talk about because as humans, we are not that different from each other, like inherently, like uh, at the core. It's just the, the, the way that things are, the way that things affect us and the way that we handle certain situations and the, the way that we move through the world can be very different due to different uh, afflictions and diagnoses and life experiences and all of that kind of stuff. So it's like, there's going to be overlap there, even between neurotypical and neurodivergent people, you know, there, there can be overlap with some of the ways that we behave and some of the coping mechanisms we use and some of the ways that we're unable to cope, you know, and all that, because, you know, all in all, we're all human, but, uh, yeah, anyway, that was a lot of very deep thinking for someone who's supposed to be on a brain break. So I'm going to let you guys go and I'm going to go like have a snack and maybe pet my dog. Oh my gosh. One of my dogs, the reason why it's so quiet and no one has barked (laughs) might be because my, uh, one of my dogs, her name is Harley. She's having surgery right now. Um, it's nothing serious, uh, we hope. Well, okay, so she's having some uh, mast cell tumors removed. She, We found some like little bumps on her that feel just like cysts, but we decided to get them checked out, and it turns out that it is a type of tumor. Um, but sometimes these types of tumors can be like nothing to worry about. You can just remove them and they might keep getting them and you might keep having to have them removed, but like that's, it's not like a big deal or a threat to their health or anything. But sometimes these cells can, or these tumors can have like cancerous cells or can be malignant and da 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 and all that scary stuff. Um, so we're having them removed. They're gonna send them to the lab and see what we're dealing with here. I have a feeling that they're probably the benign kind because she's only got, she's had the same amount for like I don't know, it's been like a year since we first noticed them and we didn't really think anything of it and then someone had mentioned that we might want to get them checked out and we were like, oh really? Because we didn't know that these types of tumors were a thing and we were like, oh, we thought they were just cysts and turns out, yeah, they are the tumors. So I'm glad that person told us that, but um, she hasn't gotten any more and they haven't like spread and we do know someone who recently just lost her dog to the same type of cancer, but it was a very aggressive type and his tumors were very aggressive and they like made lesions on his skin and they spread very quickly and he had the really like bad malignant kind. So we are hoping that that's not the kind that Harley has. It doesn't seem like it is. And I'm just not, I'm just going to try not to worry too much about it at this point in time. Uh, cause I will drive myself crazy. Uh, 
so yeah, she's having surgery and uh, get to go get her in a few hours here, assuming all goes well. And yeah, so I'm going to go. My other dog is sort of like pacing around the house. She's real confused because her sister's gone. And you know how dogs get when like they're used to having a their dog sibling around and they're like, wait, <laughs> something's weird. Where's my other, my other canine? Oh, and now she's going to bark because I said that was quiet. I jinxed it. Uh, anyway. Okay, guys. Uh, that's all I got for you today. If you want more content, uh, join the Patreon. You get two bonus episodes per month there. Um, the most recent bonus episode I just posted was on, uh, masking and autistic traits that other people don't see particularly in me. Uh, because I do mask them so well. And I talked about a very particular uh, circumstance that I was having on St. Patrick's Day when I was trying to go out. And that was a mistake. But I I ended up having a fun time. But it was a, yeah, it was kind of a weird night. Anyway, I posted (laughs) that episode recently on the Patreon. So if you want a couple extra episodes a month, join the Patreon. It's $5 a month. It contributes to me and to helping me continue creating this podcast. And we also have a discord server that you'll get access to. And there's a cool little community forming over there. A bunch of autistic folks just hanging out online and being friends from a distance, which is like the best way. That's the way that we uh, all just feel most comfortable with. Right. Um, Yeah. So there's the Patreon. I'll put the the link to that in the show notes. There's also um, some merch that you can buy now. I will put the link to that as well. Um, yeah, there's the Instagram page. I'll put the handle for that as well. And uh, yeah, that's all. I, I think that's all I really got for you guys right now. And uh, yeah, no, that's it. Okay. Um, Oh, also, I know so many of you have emailed me and I have not gotten back to you. And to be 100% honest, I've gotten really behind on reading your emails. I used to just read them as they came in, you know, like every couple days I would just go through. And then it got to the point where like a lot of people started emailing, which I love and I appreciate. And if you still want to email me, please do so. Um but just know that it might take me now, especially like a really long time to get back because now the emails have piled up to the point where I'm like, oh no, now I'm so behind. It's going to take me a really long time to catch up if I'm just like doing, uh, responding to a few here and there. Um, but I do appreciate you guys reaching out and just know that if I haven't replied, I may have read your email already and just haven't responded yet. And I just have it flagged or I may not have read it yet, but I will read it eventually and I'll get back to you. Even if it's just like a short little, Hey, thanks for the email. Like (laughs) I will read it and I'll get back to you. So anyway, all right, that's all for real, for real. I will talk to you guys next time. Have a good day. Bye.